5, Life Through Our Senses, with me, Sean Miriam. This is a podcast about having conversations with everyday people about their five senses. Each week, a guest talks about their life, their stories influenced through their sight, smell, hear, touch and taste, and having engaging conversations about their senses that we can all relate to in one way or another. This podcast explores joy and the happiness in the small things that we all take for granted sometimes. As always, please rate, review and subscribe to this episode. Thank you so much, guys. Happy listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Five Life Through Our Senses with me, Sean. So today my guest is Annie. Hi, Annie. Hello. Nice to meet you. Why did I say that? (laughs) <laughs> oh this is such a <laughs> you, know, I love you, you know you work together <laughs> yeah because usually like maybe like I would have like a guest that I've never met or anything before but actually like we yeah. work together like every day well you know how it's by default when when you're like to clients because we work together and you're like hi nice to meet you <laughs> yeah I nice think to meet it's just you. my name is now. Annie yeah oh mm. uh, hi how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's actually Bulgarian Easter today. Is it? Yeah. So, so me and my Bulgarian. You're Bulgarian, aren't you? Yeah. So um, yeah, is I there mean... like is there like traditions in like Bulgarian Easter that you guys do? Yeah, because um, because we're Christian Orthodox, basically. Yeah. So we prepare like. A week in advance kind of thing so on thursday or on a saturday we mm. boil eggs and then we like paint them and dye them that's like part of our tradition oh nice um yeah and then on a sunday like easter every year like falls on a different date it's kind of basically um a sunday in april sometime a sunday in april yeah and yeah, we like we make a big meal. We invite people over. We go to church. Um, me and Anna, we're gonna go and do that later. Maybe we're gonna go to church and just light up one candle just to keep the tradition. Um, you eat lamb as well on Easter. Like you have to cook like a lamb meal. That's part of it as well. So yeah, that's so interesting. And with the when you paint the eggs and how, how do you like dye it? Because I remember when I was younger in Easter going to Sunday school, I think you had to put like a hole in the egg or something like that to like drain the egg out of it. Or do you just do it on top? So you boil the eggs and then we have these like, um, they're kind of like food dyes that you can buy from like Bulgarian shops or something. Yeah. Um, we have a few in London and you basically dissolve the dyes in like hot water and you add vinegar to it. So like um, when you dip the boiled egg, the color stays on the shell. Oh, so wow. yeah, you can get some. Yeah. So and then we we do this thing where like you have fights with the eggs, but you don't throw them at people. <laughs> That's what people think at first. You kind of yeah. like hold one egg in one hand and then the other person holds another egg in their hand and like you just like knock it like you kind of like like a game the eggs and then yeah and then like whatever egg like beats all the eggs at the end of the day is like the winner and you're gonna have luck and all that kind of stuff that's cool so yeah i feel like every country has their own kind of like spin on doing like different holidays and stuff like that haven't they it's not really yeah 
So I guess like you're. So if you want to tell tell us a little bit about yourself, so you're, you're Bulgarian. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Um. My both of my parents are Bulgarian. I was born in the states. Oh uh, really? Which is a very random fact. Yeah. <laughs> Where about? Um. That's Colorado. Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember anything. I was very young when we moved back to Bulgaria, mm. where I spent around 10 years. And then at the age of 13, I moved to London. So, yeah, like basically half of my life, life I've spent in Bulgaria and the other half, like here in London. So kind of have two homes. <laughs> what was it like? What was it like growing up in Bulgaria? Like, what is it from what you remember? I guess... To be fair, I don't really remember. I remember a little bit before I was 13, but do you remember a lot of it? Or Really? I think that's like my best time before I was like, just before I hit puberty, I think this was like the best years of my life. <laughs> because I loved I loved being a kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I really enjoyed being a kid. You know how kids are like, oh, I can't wait to like, grow up and be able to drive or like do this you know do adult things and I was like I just don't want to grow up I enjoy like playing in the mud and just yeah like I loved being a kid that's so interesting Um, yeah because yeah growing up in Bulgaria like I'm kind of like my generation is kind of like one of the last generations to do this but usually mm-hmm. you, you like you get sent to your grandparents like in yeah. small village cities where most people's grandparents are based it's so weird how like yeah we're so yeah um and then there'll be like 40 50 kids and you'll just run around the whole day and just play around in the sun and like entertain yourself with like the bare minimum you know and that was like every summer for me like i would just be living my best life in the sun with so many kids and just having ice lollies so day long and all that yeah that sounds actually so good like and being around like kids your age and stuff like that you must have really nice memories of that and things yeah 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 definitely well i think i think i feel like really opposite i feel like when i was younger i always wanted to be older and actually like looking back I had I had a really nice childhood but then it's like well luckily but yeah maybe like it's weird that like different people are different aren't they because it kind of I I was definitely the opposite to that I was like oh, I can't wait to be an adult and just like do my own things and stuff like that <laughs> what were you most excited about you know how kids are like oh I want to grow up and be able to drive or do this what what was your thing I think, to be fair, I think mainly, like, as a teenager, because maybe I knew I was gay and stuff, I just wanted to, like, find more people like me, do you know? Like, because I always wanted to just move into a big city or something like that. So I think, like, maybe, like, finding, like, a community of people that, like, I really kind of, like, resonate with and stuff like that. I don't know. And I feel like I've always, like, wanted to see, like, big cities and stuff. So That's um, cool. Yeah, but I totally understand where you're coming from with kind of like living young, carefree, playing in the mud and stuff. I used to do that as well, like playing, doing like mud cakes and stuff. Like, do you know, like getting like mud and like putting like flowers and stuff in it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then you go to your first, like, look what I made. And they're like, that's great. And then they turn, they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> yeah um, oh no I was like a very crazy like kid like very energetic yeah um like a free atom so yeah I have a lot of memories from my childhood that I just love like I still to this day I'm like I just I just so wish I can be like eight again I just want to be eight again <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you still feel like how do you how do you manage to like kind of let that out of you now like your like kid playful tomboy side would you say tomboy I don't know yeah I would say I have a bit of tomboyish with me uh, in me because like I grew up actually having mainly guy friends I just got along better with guys like because I'm you know I wasn't like oh Mm. you know I got my shoes dirty kind of thing I was just like I was play fighting with the guys all the time and just like terrorizing the shit out of them yeah and stuff um so yeah I do have a bit of a tomboy side especially when you're the older sibling you kind of have like that bit of like rougher protective mm. personality you notice it with a lot of like older siblings um how so, many yeah. siblings do you have do you have like older? no I just have a younger sister okay yeah but <laughs> I always wanted to have an older brother for some reason or a twin brother a twin brother yeah yeah I don't know I was I don't know why I thought that this is like I've always wanted to have a twin brother I'm just curious but yeah about the kid thing actually it links to my five senses the thing that we're gonna be talking about oh does it um yeah because when I was like thinking about like oh what am I gonna say da, 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 I'm like I think on the inside I'm still very much like a kid and that part of me is never gonna die out that curiosity about the world mm. if you want to call it like this I'm just super curious um I know bring it up with like our conversation later on down the line when you ask me some of the questions that's such a good thing to have though still because I feel like sometimes when you when we become like adults we like lose the sense of like curiosity and that's something that you should like probably keep on for the rest of your life because it's so important to have I think isn't it because we tend to be yeah definitely work then like home and stuff like that but we we always forget like oh no like when you have a day off like go play go do things like go try yeah maybe do like whatever like I don't know even if it's like knitting or painting or like be be yeah I mean like yeah um I I paint a lot as well which is um mm. I always try to break my boundaries I'm like I'm gonna finger paint now I'm gonna do this da, 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 da. um but I think there's like a lot of other ways that you can release your inner child like mm. I mean even you've noticed this with the people at work we all like behave <laughs> in somewhat like childlike yeah. you know when, yeah. when you see it from from afar all of us are a bit like have a bit of a child in them and we just gather to get and unleash it <laughs> exactly um, I wonder if that like is to do with kind of being a creative person like you want to do like loads of creative things and you like want to try exp- experiment like loads of different things that's how I feel anyway and I feel like maybe you're a bit similar like you want to try a little bit everything of creativity Oh, yeah. Like ever since a kid, I was like, I need to touch absolutely everything I see. I need to like even try like to taste it. I've tasted yeah. so many things I should have <laughs> not tasted. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm super, super curious. I need to like 
ask questions and I need to like find mm. answers myself like I'm not always like oh I need to have a scientific answer for it if I find an answer that makes sense to myself like to me or mm. like it just helps me to like kind of explain it to my brain I'm like okay that's fine at least I've asked and I figured it out myself so yeah. but yeah like curious about everything and I think um also being like careless yeah because when you when you're an adult when you grow up like obviously you you go through all these ages of like puberty and then like adulthood when you think about it like we you start to close up a bit and you start to like think of like how is society gonna accept me as a Mm. individual um what is this person gonna say and recently like i just started practicing like to do this where i'm like i care less about this thing and i'm like you know what like i i don't care that this is gonna look weird if i like i did the other day i wear like sandals with white socks in the rain (laughs) you know you know yeah and i'm like a lot of people will be like oh what the hell like i shouldn't go out like this this is not acceptable or something or like you know when you get drunk and you um well i know you're you've been doing really good with staying sober but um yeah I know you mean when you play when you play on the tube when you like um drink uh just messing around kind of thing yeah yeah you know that that thing and people are like what the hell like why is she spinning on the pole or something but that's like Ah. kind of you releasing you know and I think yeah Yeah. like you shouldn't really like because at the end of the day all of us do weird things like every human being that's the point I was trying to get across we (laughs) all do weird things you know like in our own time we all worry how we're going to be accepted we all worry like uh, we overthink but then we just forget that every each individual has their own world that spins around them and their own problems and their own like everyone is just as anxious about like these things as we are so i love that you brought that up because i feel like that is such an important thing to share with like everyone because it's like i feel like everyone should embrace their weirdness even i'm guilty of like not sometimes because it's hard to um it's hard to forget that like it's hard to I don't know. Do you know when pe- when you think people are judging you and stuff like that? But it's hard mm-hmm. to actually just be like, no, fuck it. I'm just going to wear whatever I want or like do a weird thing or like dance or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's literally, like. That's... Imagine if everyone just like didn't give a fuck about what anyone thought and was just like living their true self. Like how cool would that be? That's why I love like drag queens and stuff like that. Because I'm like. Mm-hmm. You do you, you're living, even though if you're not even a perfect drag queen that's like got like their makeup so, like well done or whatever, you're still, I every time I see like a drag queen like that or something, I'm just like, good for you. Like you do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same with art. Like whenever I've had so many people come up to me and they're like, I wish I was good at art. I wish I could draw or paint. And I'm like... this like art is about enjoying it and expressing Mm. yourself like you don't have to be like good if this is something you enjoy doing and Mm. if this like helps you in some way to release energy or emotions or la di da da so and I always give the people the advice if it makes you feel good if it helps you if you know yeah whatever like you just have to do it doesn't matter how good you are at it or 
like at the end of the day this is no competition this is about like making yourself happy and you know 100% yeah because I've had moments where I'm like five years down the line I was like oh I wish I tried this or I wish I learned this or I wish I did this you know kind of thing Mm. um But yeah, like I said, we just, the more we grow, the more we close up, the more we just like, we do get more hurt over the years as well, you know, and and you start to build like a thicker skin and trying to protect yourself and just survive in this world. So yeah, it's it's an interesting I love thing, that conversation. I love the this conversation that we're talking about. And it's like, when, even when it comes to like, when you said like, oh, any. I'm not good at art everyone I feel like everyone can like like be an artist in some way like Mm -hmm. even doing a podcast like this is kind of creative because it's like connecting with people and I feel like putting this out for people to hear that's kind of art I feel like in itself or it doesn't have to be like a pen and paper drawing like art can be like anything can't it yeah exactly like that's why I say to people like the rooms we're sitting in like a creative person has designed like the shape of the room. Yeah. A creative person has designed your wardrobe. A creative person has designed your like coffee cup, you know, that you get from the shop or your vitamins or, you know, like the, there's just like so much. Use. Exactly. Yeah. Like um, there's so much more that goes into art. Um, You're just surrounded by it. And like you said, even communicating and exchanging like, mm. um, you know, opinions and just um, conversations with someone is like creative in a way because you're in, you could inspire someone to do something or you can inspire someone to have a different point of view. Absolutely. And you're right. Art is literally everywhere. And it, it seems like art always maybe gets kind of or like design kind of gets pushed, put, pushed, pushed to the back a little bit sometimes. But actually, like mm-hmm. if it wasn't for art and design, it'd literally be like the world would be plain there would be no buildings there would be no fucking there'd be no roads with the do you know what I mean yeah yeah when you like that's what I'm saying yeah oh my god what exactly like you just forget that behind like nearly everything that surrounds you a creative person has had their input in it yeah you know even in like the simplest things yeah the simplest things literally the simplest like candles people make candles like that's the people's job like. mm-hmm. yeah i love this chat i feel like i could talk about it for so <laughs> long because it's like we're such like art geeks i think do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah i just wish yeah, i am a big artist. sometimes i wish like we could just have a job that could just be like doing loads of different art things every day and just like i get paid for it <laughs> But also, like, oh I would God. love to just be like an artist, and then the next day I'd love to be a candle maker, and then the next day I'd love to be like maybe like a hair person that dyes hair, and the next day I'd love to be a drag queen. What everything is so annoying because like you have to just do one thing, or well, you don't have to, but like I feel like as a creative person, like I feel like everyone just wants to do everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's because okay, I'm gonna speak here from experience. Because I feel the same. I wish that I could just get paid to do like 5,000 different types of art, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I've been someone who is like so curious and like so... I I love like art. Like this sounds very cringe, but I'm like, I love it. Um, 
and over the years I've jumped through different art mediums and I've been doing this like oh one day I feel like writing so I write and then the next day I paint and then the next day I do this like I'm I'm a multidisciplinary artist that's like I think the word that describes me the best as an artist because I can't mm. really say I'm a photographer I can't really say I'm a painter I can't really say yeah. I'm a writer because I just jump in between because like each different medium helps me to get inspired for the other medium 100%. if you get what I mean like when I write poetry, sometimes some of my film scripts have purely sparked from like one of my poems. I'm like, mm. I can develop this into like a film idea or something, you know? Um, and I think that's important. That's that's another interesting topic. Like, you know, in a big city like London, people come here super ambitiously from different countries. And even mm. from like, even from the UK, um, and like you see so many artists, you know, a union stuff, but then you only see like a few people still sticking to art. And if you get what I mean, um, a lot of people have a career change, which is nothing bad, like whatever makes you happy, if it makes you happy. But a lot yeah. of people leave the art dream behind because when you get fixated on like, I'm doing mainly graphic design and that's the only thing I'm going to do. And that's mm. the only thing I, I can pursue. You're kind of like putting these boundaries for yourself and over focusing on like the end goal and not yeah. enjoying like the journey along like yeah. you know the path to the goal yeah um and th that's why like a lot of people not fail but like a lot of people do lose that spark for for the passion that they had this because they don't allow themselves to like sometimes they're too scared oh i don't want to try painting because I know I'm not going to be good at that. I just need to stick to graphic design. But then we don't realize that being multidisciplinary actually helps you to like, mm. um, again, work towards your goal, but like have different forms of um, inspiration. Because sometimes like you physically can't paint. Sometimes you're just more feeling like I want to write you know yeah. and then if you're forcing yourself to paint it's not gonna come out good and you're not gonna feel happy with it yeah and also sometimes you have like those kind of like creative block but then you can you can have it come out in like a different way so like you say if you're usually typically like for example like a designer like a graphic designer but then one day you're like oh I'm feeling like this type of creative way today yeah it comes out differently doesn't it but also it's like mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of artists as well or like people that have like graduated from like an art degree from like me for example I think like when you go and do like a degree you think like okay and you're so set with doing this but because you're creative mm -hmm. you want to try loads of different things and maybe if you don't go down the path that you've done your degree in sometimes you feel like you failed in that because that's what mm -hmm. you did in your degree but actually like when you are creative you just want to explore loads of different things and I think that's what your 20s is all about but I feel like as creative it's not going to be just your 20s it's going to be the rest of your life that you just explore loads of different it is. things <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's kind it of like definitely... it's kind of like stupid but then it's like well that's like that's what it's like being creative you just like go from one medium to another go back and then do something else it's like it's beautiful but then it's like I don't know if it's like you, but like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I just wish I was an accountant so I can be good at maths and go to work and then have, a, do you know what I mean? And then like, uh, yeah, 
And I'm like, life would seem so much easier. <laughs> but actually, I wouldn't. I know. Have yeah. That. I... Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I feel the same. Like, I can't, I won't be able to do um, like a nine to five smart people job. That's how I call them. <laughs> yes. That's how I used to call the other courses at uni, <laughs> smart people subjects. Um, but yeah, I totally get it. Like, because I studied um, visual media and illustration, which was a very broad course. Mm. But then when I got given the task over somewhere to make a short film, and I realized that that was probably my calling mm. for my creative career, because I combined so many art mediums. And I think that's like the perfect yeah. um, career path for me because like you include Film, like, sound props. and yeah yeah like everything you just like include everything from the art world and then you mm -hmm. just make a big like concoction out of it <laughs> you're yeah. like there you go this this is it <laughs> um yeah but I did a film and I was like fuck like do I want to um quit this course now or do I want to change the film course or should I just finish it you know like I had a bit of like yeah. is this degree going to be useful and I was like you know what I have a year and a half left um let's just see what's going to happen for the rest like time of the course um I'm going to pursue film in the meantime as well but like might learn something else duh, 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 duh. and like you know film is not really related to my course but that's also talking from really doing something creative yeah yeah uh I feel like we could talk for hours about these kind of things mm -hmm. <laughs> um Oh, well, thank you. I feel like the listeners feel like they know you a little bit more. Um, well, we'll go on to our five senses now. So um, I'll ask you like them one after each other, basically. Um, pretty straightforward. But um, your first one is what's your favorite sense of sight? Oh, yeah, I was thinking because, like I said, as is such a curious soul, I don't have a very, very favorite and yeah. some of these like questions they're gonna ask me but I have a few favorites yeah that's fine like answer however you want to answer okay cool I'm I don't know I'm very big on nature I come from a country where we're so rich on nature that it's just there's just something so beautiful about it like I love forests I love the beach one of my favorite sizes is actually a night sky filled with stars like mm. properly filled with stars and we get a lot of these back home because like the air pollution is about less worse than the uk's one where you can see only you know two stars and an airplane <laughs> oh um my headphones just disconnected oh that's fine <laughs> yeah um yeah i remember um even in the center of sofia where i'm from if you literally in the center in front of the National Palace of Culture, if you lay down at nighttime, you can see a full ass like sky filled with stars. Like it's really? so pretty. You, you see a lot of shooting stars as well. Um, also, our city is like kind of the beginning of a mountain. So okay. to the mountain is like 20 minutes by car and we go there quite often to watch the stars or like the moon or something. And honestly, that's one of my favorite sides. Like I like nighttime with stars yeah it's um, quite like relaxing as well isn't it or like and um is that something that you that you kind of do when you go visit home make yeah. sure you spend time in nature and like looking up at the sky and stuff like that 
Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's just very important for me. The beach as well, the forests, like all types of like nature stuff I love. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would definitely be one of my favorite sites. Um, perfect. Thank you for that. I love that. Uh, I feel like a lot of people can connect with nature and stuff like that. So I think that's a really nice answer. Um, so what's your favorite sense of smell? Okay. So this is a thing that's been going on for years. I even have it on my Instagram bio. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the smell of old books. Ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, my grandma was a teacher, but she was like, she used to read so, so much. Yeah. And she has like so many books in her house. Um, and you know, like these books from like all the way, like from 1930 to 1970, 80, you have these very thin paper, like, um, very thin pages and books that yeah. with the time become yellow and okay. they just have their like specific like an old book smell but yeah she had like obviously so many books that for so many years and like when you walk into her house it just smells of these books um and that's just my favorite smell of all time i just love uh, um i love it and then also do you, my other do you favorite read smell is I do read. I love reading. So, yeah. yeah. And do you definitely? You'd never. You'd never be a Kindle kind of girl, then. No, 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 no. I can't. Like, I personally get super frustrated with technology. <laughs> I'm a very analog person for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and books just have been like a big part of me growing up, and like connecting it to my grandma and everything in her place. But there's just something about the. Smell about the smell books, of I books do. yeah but it's specifically of these old books you know not the new ones they they there's some that smell like okay but like the old books mm. <laughs> um yeah and then i love the smell of lilies as well okay like the flowers the they're my favorite flowers and that's also as well one of my favorite um smells and hyacinth is that what the name is called of this the other flower hyacinth i think in english oh i don't they're know like the, they're like the they're the purple like they have a very very strong like smell um mm. you can get them in, like in a lot of shops they sell them either just like chopped for for a vase or they sell them like in a pot that you can look after and actually today i'm gonna go on the hunt to get one because you're gonna get a flower yeah oh sounds like you're gonna have a cute day as well today yeah well yeah Yeah, get yourself some some flowers and read a book (laughs) 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 right so the next one is what is your favorite sense of sound or hearing Oh, I'm obviously like music would be the one I can't live without music. Music is very important to me. But one thing is like I can sit for days and listen to someone play me the piano. Really? Yeah, this is one of my favorite things. Like I can sit there for hours and days and like if someone's just playing the piano in front of me, I'm just gonna like, yeah. That's just so leave me interesting because that's what my fiance 
like loves as well that's what he put as his favorite sense of sound and i really? I, I didn't know he was like i think he doesn't really probably a lot of people do like the sound of pianos but he does it he plays it in his ears like when he goes to work or like when he feels stressed he'll like put like someone like playing the piano in his ears and stuff Oh, that's really interesting. And he that's also really likes cool. um watching it as well. So do you know like mm -hmm. the, like way that the piano the fingers on the piano it makes it like quite like relaxing. Oh, that's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I can understand why you like the sound of piano because it is like such a beautiful, especially when they play like really well. Yeah, it's just so pretty. And then the other sound, like I like the nature sounds as well. I also like um village life sound which is oh okay yeah like you know where you hear the chickens and the birds in the morning and like the grasshoppers yeah you hear the animals like yeah i like village life sound as well i don't is know it, why is it when in when it back home in um bulgaria is do you live in like a town vibe like that then or do you live in like the city so well lived um, in the past. I mainly lived in yeah, I mainly lived in the city and when I go back I live in the city. But where my grandma was from another city and she had like it was a smaller kind of like nearly villagey yeah town. And then on the side she also had like a small farm in like a proper villagey area yeah. where like all the people there like had crops and animals. And you just live like you're living a hundred years behind, you know, they don't have TVs. They don't know what TVs are, you know? So yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite sounds as well. And then like going back to the instruments and stuff, do you, do you play any instruments or have you done in the past? Yeah. So I used to play the bass for a while. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I used to be, I mean, I would love to go back to it. I just had to sell my bass a year ago to one of my friends just because I was like, I need to prioritize all the hobbies that I have. And I also needed money. So I was like, yeah, this is something that I can part with. Because obviously my bass wasn't wasn't like a very limited or special design bass. It was like a very simple Ibanez um, kind of beginner's bass. Yeah. So I can part with this and then maybe in a few years' time, um, when I can afford it. get a nice one. Yeah. I play a bit of the piano. <clears throat> and an interesting thing is like I was never able to learn how to read notes. I struggle with reading notes and tabs. I mainly learn by year. Yeah. When it comes to playing instruments. So yeah, <clears throat> I can't I can't like physically focus mm. on tabs and notes i just learned by ear by sound and it's probably more like freeing doing it like that i guess it's not as like you're just doing it well it's just because my brain <clears throat> my voice is cracking up oh yeah <laughs> it's because fine. of my it's difficult for me you know mm. <clears throat> it, it just sounds super difficult for me yeah so it's like your way of like doing it like a like a easier way yeah and just like it's fun you need to figure out the tone and like mm. um tap like the tabs on the bass and everything and you're just like oh this is this is fun this is like you're you're learning by yourself
Oh, thank you for sharing that. Um, <clears throat> so the next one is your favorite sense of touch. <laughs> I love touching everything. Um, everything. I have a. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I'm the worst when I go when I go to a gallery or exhibition because I'm like, I need to touch this. I need to touch this painting. I need to see like the texture on the painting. I need to touch, you know, um, the texture of this like fabric or something. Like I have to touch everything um, yeah. out of curiosity. I have a lot of icks, you know, like there's specific fabrics and stuff that give you icks. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But like for for my favorite touch, actually um as well is a significant other mm, yeah that's an interesting one because I'm not a very touchy person I'm not very like you know yeah yeah but then when you have a when I have a significant other I'm such a I'm such a soft cuddly person I and I love like touching people like I kind of learn people's features like this as well yeah um like when when you have a partner like touching their hair and their lips and their collarbones and just like the side of their nose kind of things i don't know i think that's one one very pretty like for your favorites it's like touch. a main that's like a main especially in like a romantic like relationship that's like one of the main main bits where you kind of like get feel connected i guess as well yeah yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think humans were just very unique. Mm. Oh, taste is such a difficult one because, like, food, you know? Yeah. So, oh, my God, as a kid, I've tasted everything as well, as much as I had to touch everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. Um, Yeah, I have a few favorite, like tastes um there's this <laughs> there's this lemonade Ooh. um in bulgaria it's yeah. it's so like artificial it's so like it has nothing nothing real in it apart from like sparkling water you yeah. know but it's like from my grandma's town like it's very popular in my grandma's town yeah and you just drink everything with it you drink wine with it you drink like a raki with it, you, like you just put it in everything. Um, but I, I only had it when I visited my grandma. And I kid you not, I drank liters of that, and that's like one really? of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, and it's so artificial and sugary, but there's just something about it that I just go crazy for. It's nice that like a few of like your um senses kind of remind you to your like grandma and stuff that's quite nice mm -hmm. yeah we were really close and she basically raised me so um obviously she's very like has plays a big part in my life and that's why a lot of things are connected to her yeah um other favorite taste i mean i love the taste of fruits and vegetables that just yeah. you know i feel like also like... with fruits and vegetables as well it's like make when you i feel like I've what I've seen recently is like when you eat the the when you eat the color of the rainbow. I feel like when you eat not good food, I feel like you definitely feel so much better, don't you? What do you mean by not good food? No, when you do feel when you do eat good good food, oh, like yeah, the yeah, colors yeah, of the rainbow, like you feel like so good. So yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like and 
especially growing on a farm where we had like fresh stuff mm. um was also oh yeah i love cooking i love cooking i take my time i'm a slow cook like i take my time to chop everything and enjoy it like i enjoy doing the whole process um and i don't mind that it takes me like a long time to yeah. cook you know because i'm quite... just like yeah it's relaxing in a way yeah like therapeutic yeah oh well thank you so much for coming on i'm sorry for that um little lag at the be at the end then but that's okay that's okay yeah technology i know right i told you i don't like it <laughs> i know <laughs> let's throw all the technology away um exactly no, no, thank you for taking your time um today and speak to me and coming on the podcast i really appreciate it thank you for having me it was so much fun and i i love the the whole idea of it and especially that was such a good way to start my sunday you know yeah it's just like it's a nice conversation because it's like it takes you back to like the simple things and like, it just reminds you of like just the simple things in life which is nice yeah exactly i i like that thanks for having me i really had a All good right. time and if anyone wants to find you online or anything like that, if you've got something that you want to share or whatever, you've got anything going I mean, on. yeah, I currently moved house and we're right now we're planning an event, like a little event for the promo um, for one of the flatmates. He's releasing the video for his, the music video for his song. Oh, cool. Well, obviously, like, we need to organize it this week, so I'm not yeah. going to give out any more details. But obviously, I'll share it on on the internet and Perfect. people will find out. Um, Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you again for today, and I'll see you in the week, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in the week. Have a good uh, rest of your day. Have an amazing Sunday, and thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sean Marion. That is S-I-O-N-M-E-I-R-I-O-N. I am also on TikTok under the name of at the sober gay underscore. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week.